You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Business of Cannabis is brought to you by Cash Tech Currency Products, North America's leading cash management provider for cannabis retailers. Cash recyclers, smart safes, software and services, Cash Tech has everything the cannabis retailer needs to track, manage, and secure the cash earned in the dispensary. Don't take chances with your cash. Call Cash Tech and solve the problem. Visit www.cashtechcurrency.com to learn more. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. This is the business of cannabis. This is Dave Sky, along with my co-host, Matt Cook. Uh, We're continuing our special edition of The Business of Cannabis. This time, bringing you three interviews we did at MJ BizCon at the Las Vegas Convention Center. In fact, we'll be bringing you interviews we did at MJ BizCon for the rest of November because uh, MJ BizCon deserves the attention. Uh, It's always a big show, and this year's show was uh, truly massive. Some uh, 1,100 exhibitors and some 25,000 attendees. Uh, Impressive indeed. Uh, You'll hear some noise in the background because we did the interviews live on the exhibition floor. So what you're hearing is the noise the cannabis cannabis industry makes uh, when they're trying to do business, I guess. Uh, The spirit throughout the show, I would say, is optimistic. Lots of aggressive growth talk uh, and a a belief uh, from talking to so many people that uh, cannabis is entering its true growth stage, which is amazing to consider how much it's grown already. And perhaps uh, that fact was evidenced primarily by the number of equipment and hardware vendors here. Um, You'd almost think you were at a manufacturing show. Uh, There's some real money being spent on some very expensive things. So um, while I wouldn't say this is a show that caters to a fully matured business, uh, certainly uh, it's not accurate to say cannabis is, is a brand new industry anymore. You know, maybe the uh, the analogy is uh, cannabis is like a, a young person going off to university. It ain't high school anymore. Uh, you're an adult. It's still a young adult. Maybe I push that analogy too much. So I'll leave it aside. And uh, why don't I just give you a quick rundown of who we're going to speak to on this episode of the business of cannabis. Uh, one of the, and probably the principal reason we started doing this show was to help provide clarity to cannabis retailers trying to navigate the virtual tidal wave of service providers and software offerings um, on the market and and with more and more arriving every day. It's overwhelming. And we want to help retailers help uh, decide what would be best for them. Um, And today we're gonna shine a spotlight on two B2B platforms that connect growers and distributors, on the one hand, with dispensaries and uh, cannabis retailers selling direct, uh, either online or um, 
in a brick and mortar environment. And we think these are two of the best. Uh, first off, we speak to James Yee, the CEO of Leaf Trade. Leaf Trade is an impressive platform um, it, that seeks to automate the sort of the ordering process and make buying and selling as easy as a click of a button. And then we have a conversation with Matt Holden and Sylvan Garish about LeafLink, uh, another B2B online platform that connects some 7,000 plus uh, cannabis retailers with over 2,800 cannabis brands and distributors. They also have an analytics component to their offering that provides uh, data that can be used to improve operations and inform uh, marketing decisions. And then we get into franchising, another burgeoning area in retail cannabis. And we chat with Jay Benj and Bill Vandenacre of Your CBD Store. Now, Your CBD Store is a name you should take note of. Uh, Your CBD Store has 530 franchise locations, and they're already the largest CBD chain in North America, and they're growing, and they have some seriously big plans for the future. Uh, we'll get some insights into this success story and discuss how they did it. A truly, uh, a big show for a truly big trade show <laughs> is how I'd describe it. I'm Dave Sky with Matt Cook here at MJ BizCon at the Las Vegas Convention Center. And this is the business of cannabis. Welcome to the business of cannabis, sitting at MJ BizCon, the world's largest cannabis uh, conference, as probably most of you know. And I'm pretty excited the next guest, James Yee. Founder and CEO of Leaf Trade, which is a B2B e-commerce platform, connects wholesalers to retailers. That's probably uh, most of the listening audience. No stranger to software. Um, previously founded NextMe, which manages, manages wait times, lineups, appointments for businesses. And before that, some brief forays in law and publishing. So James has been a busy fellow. And if you saw him, you'd say uh, he's too young to be CEO and founder of two software companies. But that's why we're looking forward to uh, finding out more about Leaf Trade. Uh, James, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So I'm going to ask the classic question because of your interesting background and you're obviously very entrepreneurial. Yeah. Uh, so why cannabis? Why did you focus sort of on e-commerce and yeah. on this space? Yeah, I mean, you know, I always say that my story is um, uh, sort of an interesting one. Um, a series of fortunate events, I, I'd say. I wasn't really going out there trying to look for, um, you know, the opportunity in cannabis, you know, how to skin this, you know, booming kind of opportunity, uh, this cat, right? I, I, I almost kind of like fell into it organically, right? So, um, like you mentioned earlier, I had started a, a software company previously, uh, which I'm still um, an owner of and, and a board member of, not in the day-to-day, -day, right? But No, you're allowed to plug it. So it's still in operation. <laughs> yep, Fair yep, enough. The next me app. Yep. Right. Um, and um, while I was running that that business, which we, we really made uh, B2B um, software solutions for um, the restaurant industry, healthcare, and, and a bunch of other uh, industries, verticals. And... It was at that time, really, uh, shortly afterwards, where Illinois launched what's known as the uh, very first of these highly regulated, newly emerging cannabis markets, right? And I, I, I like to say that to really distinguish that from the sort of established recreational markets out west, right, like the California and Colorados. 
Um, so when Illinois launched, I, I happened to know a few people that had um, one licenses to operate, and they they had reached out and said, "Hey, we need to get set up with technology. Can you help us figure it out?" Okay, right? yeah. And so I said, "Hell yeah, of yeah. course." Okay, I got nothing <laughs> like, else to do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this this sounds so exciting. I mean, obviously, I'm really busy building this new company, but um, that sounds so exciting. Absolutely, like, let me let me get involved in any way I can, right? And really, I think that was, you know, around 2014, 2015, you know, it's, it's true today, but even more true back then, that um, the solutions that they were looking for just didn't exist, right? Um, you know, the established players that service most industries weren't willing to touch this, right? Sure. Too much risk. Sure. Um, but I said, hey, like, I'm, I, I'm super, uh, I'm hooked. Right. I really, I really want to be involved. Let me... Be involved a little bit more and, and so I, I got to kind of learn about the industry learn about the problems and the rest is history i mean I've, there's there's a lot more no well, we're going to talk about yeah. a lot more so <laughs> what, what hit there is that as we talk to people on this show there's a lot of nuance well yes it's a business sure so yeah. there's a lot of commonality to any other business yeah but there's also unique elements to it exactly which probably kept other people out of the market as well um, whether they couldn't be bothered, wouldn't take the time, or or truly were nervous about it. That's a good point. So let's start with that. Give us an overview of uh, Leaf Trade, what it does. Uh, yep. I'm a retailer, wholesaler. Why do I want to yeah. go to leaftrade.com and find out? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, Either a hard question or an easy question. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so it's... Um, so at the at the most basic level, if you are a retail dispensary uh, with you know legal cannabis products and you are looking to stock your shelves with cannabis products to make available to customers coming in and consumers whether they're patients or recreational users you're going on a leaf trade to find all of the licensed suppliers in your respective market to do all of your purchasing Right, so that's at the very most basic level. To purchase the actual product itself. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And then the more complex answer to that is okay. um, we, you know, as we, um, you know, started growing and gaining market share, we started the more, the, the exciting thing about the platform is that we continue to add more and more value, particularly to the seller side in streamlining their entire business and their entire operations, right? So, front line for them is sales, right? Selling to the dispensaries, managing that whole process. And then the next step in the fulfillment cycle is, you know, packaging and, 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 and fulfillment, right? Uh, that, right? That goes down to the delivery team and then that goes to, uh, you know, the, the accounting and finance operation to kind of, rep, you know, close the loop on that. And then the, really the last piece of the fulfillment cycle is payments, right? Um, yes you know streamlining the the collection and enforcement of payments um in, in an industry where as you already know is pretty um um you know the traditional payment solutions aren't right readily Com available payments well each one of these it's is convoluted. complex convoluted, yeah. compared to shipping widgets exactly so um start let's start with the retailer yeah uh i have 20 dispensaries I'm a I'm not a big deal but I'm a pretty big deal mm -hmm. I'd like to think <laughs> so 
how do I, what's the process and, and how do I get, like, get it yeah. to one store? How do I get it to 20? Sure. How do I get yeah. it to 10? Yeah. Take me through those the yeah. nuances of that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, because every store has different inventory requirements yep. and exactly, locations yeah. and how do you deal with it? Yeah. I think you, it's almost like you're setting this up for me. You hit the nail on the head. It, the, our platform is built so that it's really is excellent for sort of the mom and pop folks that are, you know, one store operations, but okay. it also is fantastic for, and it's built for scale, right? For folks that grow their business and eventually are operating, you know, 20, 100, even plus locations. And right? you're agnostic, locate like across the U.S.? Across the care? U.S., yeah. Okay. Our, our focus is across the U.S. Strategically, early on, we focused on what I describe as the um, highly regulated newly emerging markets, primarily the states uh, east of Colorado. Um, and now we're expanding um, very rapidly into the uh, recreational markets out west, like, like awesome. the Nevadas and the Arizonas and California. Right? California, wow. But um, going back to what your uh, original question is, it's precisely, you know, it's really great for scale, right? As you grow your operations, you, now you have to manage multiple locations. Um, Really, it's built for corporate permissioning, right? So you, let's say you've got managers, general managers for each store, and you want them to craft certain orders that are particular to their area and their demographics and what they need, you know, for their Sales promotion, store. whatever you've got going right. on. Right, but, but that all needs to run up to, to corporate and or regional managers and stuff like that. So really having these permissionings and um, so that there's visibility across the entire organization and um, and a process really is is what it's built for. So okay, so you have rules based. I'm I'm dumbing it down for yeah, me yeah. talking out loud. Rules based, corporate control, mm. and 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 however you want to organize it, whether corporate or the store level. I go in then ultimately leaf trade and go. I want these ten brands right. in this volume at this time. Right. Right. Okay. Flip it to the. Now the what you call the seller, sure, yeah. or whether it's a wholesaler or, or mm -hmm. vertically integrated. Yep. What? How do they see it? So this order yeah. comes in. Yeah. I want these ten things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What? Ha what happens and how does it integrate? Yeah. So like I said, frontline for them is their sales team, right? So it used to be a world where a single order was done through all of the above, uh, text messages phone calls, oh, yeah. emails, and on the more sophisticated Forms end of that- Phone calls. Yeah, <laughs> on the more sophisticated end of that spectrum uh, was spreadsheets, right? At the most sophisticated Ooh. level, right? Ooh, right? Is that an Excel spreadsheet? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're if you're an accountant, uh, that yeah. might be exciting to you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but, but that's, that's it, yeah. right? Like, right. you know, you're, you're managing all of these relationships and all these customers, and there's a lot of back and forth. It's not like, it's not like B2C, where you or I are going to Amazon, we're putting a couple of things in our cart, clicking checkout, next day we got something. There's a lot of back and forth that happens with um, wholesale ordering, especially the of relations course. involved, right. bulk discounts as you you know order a bunch of stuff, tens of thousands of dollars worth of uh, you know uh, items. And so there's a lot of back and forth and it used to be where they were doing that back and forth in a really fragmented way across all of those uh, mediums I was talking to you about, right, text, phone, Right. And you know when you're doing that, there's no source of truth on what where your actual inventory levels are, if it's fragmented and and not um, not 
going right, through a centralized right. platform like this, right? Five people supposedly collaborating. Yeah. So you without promised the tools one, to collaborate. Yeah. So you promised one guy a certain amount of inventory, and also another guy, you know, another amount of inventory, and then it turns out you don't have enough because you're not keeping track. You know, so it's um, it, it's huge pain in the pain in the butt, and that's why a lot of the times a single order took, you know, sometimes two weeks to arrive to the store. Uh, because there was so much back and forth going on, right? Um, and not to mention, God forbid, something went wrong with the order. Now they have to dig through their texts and... Um, and things are going to go wrong. Exactly. Not, yeah. No one's fault. Yeah, there's, and so there's, there's, no, there's no accountability um, and um, efficiency, right, with the old way of doing things. Um, and so this really is just an added value to to an organization, particularly sales folks, because this, this doesn't get rid of salespeople. It just makes their job at building relationships with customers better, right? Um, so that's the front line, like I said, the sales team. Right. And then it really helps the seller organization to synchronize their all of their departments and their processes and their workflows together, right? So sales team and finalized orders, they at the click of a button, or not even a click of a button, just automatic notification down to their packaging department, now they know exactly what to package up and by when, and now the delivery team knows when to take those package orders and take, you know, take them out. And now the accounting and finance department knows, oh, this is a finalized order, so this is, these are the final sales numbers. I'm gonna put that into the, the accounting system, which we have integration, powerful integrations that do that automatically as well. So just shaving countless, countless hours um, for all the departments um, in an organization. Yeah, okay, I don't want to pump your tires too yeah. much, but this sounds pretty cool because <laughs> you have one platform now, yeah. and obviously you're going to have other line of businesses right. that you need to integrate with. Right. You're not going to replace an accounting system, and then you integrate to those. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then I assume you're handling the ping-ponging of communications between, yep. I now have a platform, yep. as yeah. opposed to five platforms. E exactly. Yeah. Cool. I'm here with James Yee of Leaf Trade at MJ BizCon on the uh, exhibitor floor. And we're learning all about uh, how retailers and sellers can interact better in a more efficient way in uh, buying and selling a product. Uh, let me let me build on that. So, because uh, we don't have too much more time, um, where do you see this platform evolving? Yeah. Over the next couple of years, like where do you see it headed? Are you you know because you could literally ink, these tentacles could take. Yeah. Could be involved in anything, but where sure. do you see it? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, whatever I, you can tell me. Uh, yeah, I secret. I think secret there's plans. there's I think a lot uh, a lot of, I mean it's such a young industry that the the problem for most folks I think is really trying to find focus, right? And I what we want to be what Leaf Trade's trying to do is is be hyper focused on this section of the supply chain, right? Right in the middle of the supply chain, where um, if you look at Earlier in the supply chain, it's really the manufacturing and making of the products, right? right? Once you've got available products that are available for sale, that's where the journey begins for Leaf Trade, and the the processing processes and the fulfillment of it all the way down to the retail level, and then after that is where like retail POS, and right? All gotcha. That stuff happens, right? Yeah. So we're right in the middle. That's a big here. chunk. That's it, great. It, that's yeah, an awesome spot. It's a good spot, and yeah. like we have to play well with other technology platforms on both sides of that supply chain. And we intend to be the best sort of connector, I'd say, um, integrator, which, you know, I think that the reason why we're gaining so much traction is 
you know, we had a conversation offline earlier, Dave, where we just love products that work, right? And the, our product just works, period, right? As the customer wants and as they expect it, right? And so that's what we aim to deliver. Um, we have the best in class integration, which is so important for our clients to really have an integrated um, technology ecosystem to run their entire operations, especially as they scale into all of these states. Right, right? as these problems Yeah, they can't be using multiply. different systems yeah. in different states, right? It's not one plus one, it's one, three, nine, twelve. Exactly, yeah. yeah. As you add yeah. states, locations, right. regulation, complexity, yep. and number so, of buyers. Yeah, so we, cool. it's really the last few years have been, has been about building that infrastructure, and now that we've kind of gained so a, a lot of traction, um, business intelligence and analytics and really AI has been becoming a, a bigger thing okay. um, as, as well as payments, right? Yeah, I can see the, the yeah. analytics side growing as yeah. well as companies expand mm -hmm. the data become, and then they can just learn how to do it better yeah. Yeah. using the data from your software. Right, so it's like, you know, really analyzing what purchase histories were, what's selling really well, what you need to offload ASAP, other things that you need to optimize um, for, for purchasing and then doing automated orders like um, you still need salespeople because there's a human element relationship element it's just helping them to do um, do that better focus just on the relationships right. and you know I tell people all the time you know the our clients it's like hey do you we're not here to replace sales folks we're like you expect to grow your business a thousand fold right sure so you can do that with Leaf Trade and awesome. with your sales folks, with Leaf Trade together. Well, it sounds very much like a busy man is going to be a lot busier <laughs> over the next little while. Yeah. Um, we've been here with James Yi, um, who's the CEO of Leaf Trade. Uh, I encourage you all to go to www.leaftrade.com uh, and learn more um, about that um, middle ground retail and, uh, and wholesaling. Uh, James, thank you very much. That was very interesting. It yeah, sounds, thanks so much for you having know, We get a lot of products, but this sounds like a, a certainly one, <laughs> if you're on that side of the spectrum, either selling or buying, and that accounts for a lot of people, yep. you got to check out this or something like it. Yep. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Thank you. Cannabis is brought to you by Cash Tech Currency Products, North America's leading cash management provider for cannabis retailers. Cash recyclers, smart safes, software and services, Cash Tech has everything the cannabis retailer needs to track, manage, and secure the cash earned in the dispensary. Don't take chances with your cash. Call Cash Tech and solve the problem. Visit www.cashtechcurrency.com to learn more. Cannabis. We're here at MJ BizCon, uh, North America's largest cannabis show, which I like saying. And I'm here with Matt Cook, as always. Um, let's talk about e-commerce uh, B2B platforms with uh, LeafLink. We're here with Matt Holden and Sylvan Garish. Uh, Matt is a the retail engagement manager for LeafLink. Originally hailing from New Zealand, I mentioned that because. New Zealanders love to be, love to hear that. Uh, but now in New York, 
uh, previous gig at Ubic, which is a platform for virtual workforces. Um, but he's here at MJ BizCon, and, and he's here with us, and we're excited about that. And then Sylvan is uh, the business development manager. Um, previously, a uh, long history in, in cannabis, uh, in the POS with uh, Kova, uh, market analytics uh, with uh, Springbig. Uh, spent uh, some time with the National Cannabis Industry Association. Like also here, and we're excited to uh, to talk to you. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Good morning. Hello. Uh, so uh, let's let's dive into. Give us give us an overview of um, LeafLink. I know it does a lot of stuff, uh, and then we can dive into the constituent parts. Sure. Yeah. LeafLink is uh, essentially a way to streamline how you connect the brands and the retailers and in between uh, with nice digital technology instead of spreadsheets and emails and phone calls and whatnot. Good. Um, yeah. yeah. I think we're really known for our core product, our marketplace, which has been traditionally and still is free for cannabis retailers. We have over 7,000 using that. And then brands or wholesalers are paying a premium to be able to participate. Um, for lack of a better analogy, you can kind of think like Amazon where you can go shop there, but then the sellers and shops are paying to, to have a menu on there. Um, that's what I think we're really known for, but as we've grown in the last several years, we have a lot of um, spin-off products, for lack of a better term, that are all focused on B2B logistics, depending on the state. There's our distribution um, elements, financial components, um, but we're really known for yeah, that marketplace and everything B2B and logistics. So, so let me, so if I get it, it's, uh, so uh, retailers, dispensaries are gonna use your platform to connect to people providing various products. Correct, in a, yeah. In a, in a, in a, so give me the experience for, let's start with the dispensary side. What's that experience? What benefits are they getting from it? What problems are you solving? And then let, we'll talk about the, the flip side. Yeah, totally. So the retailer loves LeafLink because it's free and it saves them a lot of time and it helps them connect with a lot of cool brands that are coming online in their state. So the experience is you know, instead of sending a bunch of emails, trying to chase down these brand reps, playing telephone tag, yeah. filling out spreadsheets, you could just shop online as you would any other e-commerce experience. And what becomes cool is when we start to layer in the logistics and the financial part because it streamlines, well, streamlines everything um, and allows you to get terms uh, while the brands get paid right away. So we're sort of just trying to make it easy for everybody to connect and uh, sort of fill their shelves with good products. Okay, cool. Now, this is a, a question that's near and dear to my heart because uh, I've used uh, almost every CRM on the planet, from Salesforce to HubSpot. Um, tell me, like, walk us through how your CRM works and how is it integrated with uh, the rest of your platform? Totally, it's, it's a CRM. It's you know, there's a lot of CRMs out there. Uh, the value of it, I think, for the brand is it's connected to the marketplace. So when retailers are shopping and they come onto your menu, their contact information is gonna come into your CRM as a soft lead for you to follow up on. Super powerful for you to grow your business. And I think what we found too is that HubSpot and Salesforce are just maybe a little too rich for the blood of a lot of cannabis companies. Yeah. And so, you know, not only do we have CRM that's really sufficient for their business, um, but it's not usually replacing technology, it's usually replacing spreadsheets or text right. messages. And right. so it's really providing a lot of organization for those organizations, so. Well, I think too, like a lot of CRMs can be very intimidating. Um, 
well, especially things like Salesforce are probably overkill for most retail um, locations. Um, you know, so maybe tell me or explain a little bit about how simple it is to set up and, and use. Um, you know, to kind of give people an idea that it doesn't have to be scary and intimidating, uh, but it organizes all your data and you know, basically allows you to operate a lot more efficiently. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, one little anecdote about a CRM um, that I actually heard people talking about at LeafLink in the booth yesterday um, is the concept of sampling and how you know a lot of brands would do a lot of sampling previously and. Um, it, it's known that that's a necessary part of the business to get product in hands, but there hasn't been a lot of data um, to know, well, who ends up buying product? How much do they buy? Um, how long does that take for them to purchase that? And so um, it really just gives them more depth, I think, to the sales process they're already doing. Um, and then our CRM is very much built um, you know, for that cannabis supply chain. So it just makes all of that more efficient. Um, I'm sure we all know everything with cannabis is a little bit different when you throw in state tracking systems and things like that. So for everything to be in one and then to also slice and dice sales and customer history, um, I think it's really important to have that um, in one dashboard as well. Yeah, no, and, and that's probably the most important thing that I think a lot of uh, dispensaries that we've spoken to, they don't necessarily, they're not on top of their customer data. And without that data, how do you know what products to stock? How do you know how to market to them efficiently? That's one of the, and, it, and it's so easy to do, right? And if you have a platform where you can slice and dice that information easily, and it's not too intimidating, I think that's that's a great thing for uh, all dispensaries. So, um, flips, let's do the flip side. So I'm a dispensary, great, I can go on this platform, I can pick my product, I can keep track of my customers, I can place orders, I can get samples. I got that right, okay. Flip side, I'm a wholesaler, I'm a distributor. What do you guys do? How does it work for them? Give me, and, and, what pro, and, and, why, and why do I need this? Like, why can't I just yeah. get someone orders a product? I go, great, I send it to them. Oh, what am I missing? You're missing the sort of centralization <laughs> of the, of, the of answer the is nothing. You're missing a lot. I'm missing nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's the centralization of the data, especially if like, you know, you're, your business wants to scale, you kind of have to get things out and of paper and into the digital world. Um, the experience for the for the brand is, is you know, they, they're doing their sales duties, they're logging their things in the CRM, orders, organic orders are coming in from retailers. Um, you know, in some states, LeapLink is, is working to fulfill those orders, ship them. Um, in some cases, you know, you're coming into a new market and, you know, we're able to help you get a sample to every retailer in the state. Um, it, it, there are different sort of services and solutions uh, in different in different markets right now across those core sort of like logistics and finance pieces of. So, so to, well, okay, not not an area I know a lot about. Take me through that. How do I get in touch with every? Because they, all the dispensaries have registered with you in in some state. It's Oklahoma, and so I can say I'm coming into Oklahoma. I get on your platform. I now have access to all these people. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I would be fair to say that this is not really my area of the business, and I'm not sure exactly oh, okay. what we're doing I'm in Oklahoma. To, but uh, but that is sort of the, the dream of, of, of you know how right. a lot of this stuff converges, and we're sort of taking it there incrementally in different states because there's different rules. So what's the state that you guys are more entrenched in? Then? I mean, take me through that process. Yeah, yeah you know more than me. Yeah. 
So I can, uh, I think Colorado, that's where we originally started. We have about 95% of the retailers, so dispensaries in Colorado are using LeafLink. So 5% um, of people hate you? Yeah, I guess so. Or, or they're just yeah. in the mountains with yeah, no they internet. Don't, they yeah. haven't heard of the internet. <laughs> haven't heard yeah. of the internet, yeah. yeah. Um, right. But I think that's you know, a significant value proposition for any brand. Michigan's another place where we just completely dominate you know, in terms of the retail space, I mean, both sides of the supply chain. But I think that's a huge draw for the brands is now, having access to these retailers, um, you can also start to not just have access for them to search your menu, but to pay in advertising so that you come up higher in search results and that you can really push those products. Um, and I think that's a huge uh, right. reason then, for brands to and add. And then you mentioned distribution. How do you guys involve yourself? I mean, you, you don't send the trucks, do you? Sure, so we aren't um, plant touching, but we do have distribution partners. We have a full safety and compliance team that manages those vendors and really has a pretty stringent vetting process to add them to make sure we have you know, successful, reputable partners based on the market. Um, and because of the segmented nature of the industry, it is something that's kind of stand up in each state as we go. Um, so it's not something that we have live in every market, but it's something that we've been launching. I believe Michigan and California have that pretty successfully active right now. Um, not just distribution where we're actually doing physical deliveries, but um, like uh, we were mentioning the, the payment side as well. So a brand can, a major pain point for a brand is collecting payment. Um, just like retailers often don't have the purse at the store, you know, as um, brands are dropping things off. So we also, as far as that distribution, um, have the ability for brands to get paid immediately through us, and then we have payment terms with retailers. And the fees are just based on how much they're actually collecting. Um, but that's been extremely successful, and something that I think is is solving not just a like an efficiency gap, but even like security to eliminate a lot of the cash that's been going around in the industry. So that's been very successful for distribution too. I think one of the other sort of magical parts of LeafLink that we haven't touched on yet, that I want, the reason I brought you over is the, the data that we're collecting is amazing because we have like almost half of the U.S. wholesale cannabis business going through the LeafLink marketplace. So the data insights you can pull out of them are crazy on the retail side or the brand side. And Sylvan comes from that world, and I feel like that's maybe interesting to hear about. Sorry to hijack. Well, there's your a. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, <laughs> let's. Uh, uh, we're talking with Matt Holden and Sylvan Garish of um, LeafLink here at MJ BizCon. So let's delve into the uh, into the data world. Because I'm a bit a bit of a data freak, so I'm really interested in hearing about this. Uh, so yeah, tell us how how that works and, and what people can get out of it. For sure, I'm also a data freak. I was a mathlete on the denominator team back in high school, so I can really get into that. But um, I think, you know, as we expand and, you know, quite honestly, create new products and revenue streams, as any company would, um, one of those that I think is something that, you know, has been a long time coming for LeafLink as we build such a large data set is our insights like suite of products. So we have two products that are completely focused for wholesalers. Um, we have one that's brand new for retailers. It's actually the first time we've ever sold anything to retailers. Um, it's very affordable, it's been very well received. Um, but like I said, I think we had to build that, that data set to have that value and now it's a very powerful suite of products that we have because you're basically looking at um, the majority of wholesale cannabis transactions in the US and you can extrapolate things like what's the average 
price per pound, not just in my state, but maybe down to my county level, yeah. or what are people buying um, to compose their shelves? What types of concentrates? Are they stocking a lot of rosin, or are they stocking a lot of cartridges? And yeah. um, those things vary so much geographically based on what they're buying, what price points they're buying it for, um, what the new trending products are. You know, I, I think this is something that, you know, every uh, you know, dispensary needs to know is that, you know, when you're talking about potentially saving a couple of percentage points, that can make a massive difference in your bottom line. So, you know, the insights that you're talking about are so important and everyone needs to be diving into these insights and the fact that your platform has it is, uh, is fantastic and definitely uh, every dispensary should be taking advantage of this. Yep, absolutely, and I remembered what I was saying now. Okay, so good. it's not good, just, good. you know, products to evaluate and, you know, what's the new things we should buy, but, but brands, and especially as things consolidate and licenses open up in right. states, there's always, you know, a changing um, the evolution of things, but um, you can start, you can use our platform to also see um, the reach of brands, you know, how many stores are they in, and, and really start to extrapolate over time, are their prices going up, are, are they expanding, are they having new products, um, things to make sure that you are working with vendors that are going in the right direction and that, you know, align with your company values, so there's a lot of, of tools, um, our, our insights products are built on Tableau, so there's a lot of power of visualization and filters. Um, and I think our product team is amazing in terms of having a lot of um, actionable items in there too. So you can actually link right to the page to buy products that you know are trending, that are available now, oh, really? that are new. That's exactly. Great. So you know you hear about analysis paralysis yeah, a lot. And yeah, so exactly. I think we've done a good job in the products of actually giving you something to do with that, um, both from an action item. And then we also have a lot of just built in um, hover technology and, and tips and tricks along the way so that it's very intuitive and anyone can kind of use it and not get too lost in the weeds either. Well, that's good because data is just data without the insights, right? So exactly. the fact that you're bringing that to the table as well, uh, it makes it a lot easier, especially for people that aren't necessarily analytical or data freaks like you and I are. Um, that, yeah. that sounds like a great platform. So, um, well, I'm going to assume when you're at, uh, back at head office, that's what you guys say on the whiteboard, like use the data, figure it out. Because obviously you can't, unless you're maybe Walmart or Amazon, you can't sell to everyone. Um, you don't want to. And, and maybe, yeah, uh, uh, maybe you don't want to or, or don't need to. Um, and we're here with uh, Sylvan Garish and Matt Holden of LeafLink, which is a B2B business cannabis platform connecting 7,000 retailers, over 2,800 brands. So if you fall into that category, and if you're in cannabis, you probably do uh, on some level, uh, reach out. Uh, website leaflink.com, www.leaflink, one word.com. I want to thank you very much uh, for coming. Uh, thank you, David and Matt. Thank you so much. This was great. The Business of Cannabis is brought to you by Cash Tech Currency Products, North America's leading cash management provider for cannabis retailers. Cash recyclers, smart safes, software and services, Cash Tech has everything the cannabis retailer needs to track, manage, and secure the cash earned in the dispensary. Don't take chances with your cash. Call Cash Tech and solve the problem. Visit www.cashtechcurrency.com to learn more.
Epcot Live. Um, and we're excited to talk to uh, Jay Benj and uh, Bill Vandenacre. Uh, Jay is president of Sunfloor, which offers the SunMed CBD and hemp product line. Also franchise of your CBD store and your CBD store, the largest chain of uh, CBD retail stores in North America with over 530 locations. Uh, Jay has a strong background in franchising and retail ops and has spent time with Money Mark Franchise Financial Services Group, Jackson Hewitt. Bill um, is VP of Franchise Operations and has the same background basically, you know, in franchising and retail ops. So uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, David. I, I appreciate you having us here, and we're looking forward to a, a great conversation. So, why don't you tell me a little bit, because you both have interesting, well, corporate backgrounds, finance background, retail. Why CBD? How'd you get into the industry? And what, what sort of caught your fancy? <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I think uh, it, it's interesting, because I think like most people in the industry, what brought me to, to um, the space uh, was very uh, personally, I guess, personally re uh, motivated, I guess, in, in, in the beginning. Right. So uh, I uh, was, without going into too much detail, I had many sports injuries as a, from my childhood and, and teen years. Right. Um, I was uh, subject to big pharma at that point and, and taking several uh, medications to help me with my, my inflammation and joint pain. and. I was looking for a different alternative, and surprisingly enough, I was at a farmer's market, which is the way a lot of our, our store owners get the product and word out, and I ran across the, your CBD store booth and, and ran into an incredible store employee who told me about the product, sampled some product on me, and um, ever since then, I fell in love. Uh, I initially started the journey, believe it or not, wanting to become a franchise, uh, so I started that path before I, I even considered coming to work for the organization. And um, lo and behold, through that process, I connected with the owners. Uh, we, we struck up some good conversation. And after several lunches, they uh, brought me on board to help them uh, create a, a uh, business structure that uh, could last for many years to come. So, so like, well, you didn't buy the company. You're like, the, I love the product so much. I bought the product, I, I got involved. That's awesome, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's, cannabis is funny in, in how people got involved. I love hearing the story. Bill, what, what's your, Well, don't please don't tell me it was the same thing. No, it was not the same <laughs> thing. Are you the same person? Wait a second. <laughs> no, it's not the same thing. Well, Jay and I have uh, been together for a very long time. Um, that's actually how I got started, believe it or not. Um, I had retired from Jackson Hewitt and several years before this, Jay gave me a call one day and said, I need to tell you about this thing that I'm getting involved in. Um, told me about CBD, told me about SunMed, told me about the founders and the owners, um, what they were looking to do as far as expanding the product to help the general public. Um, was very intriguing to me. Came down, talked with him, talked with the owners, and now I sit here as the Vice President of Franchising. So you. You talked about uh, they brought you on for the structure. Let's talk a bit about that because I think it's a, yeah. a neglected aspect of this business, which is it's a business. That's hence the purpose of our show. Right. Take us a bit through the corporate structure because you've got Sunflora and you've got the SunMed brand and now you have retail outfits. Take us through that and then let's dive into the franchising. 
Yeah, yeah, I think uh, Sunflora is is what I would call the overarching parent company. Uh, we, we don't really talk a lot about Sunflora, they're just kind of at the top of the pyramid, but really our core our core business is our SunMed product line, which is which is exactly that. All of our products are uh, made and formulated by our own in-house scientists and, and in-house team. And so you produce all your own products? We produce 100% of, well, I, I, let me back wow. up. We produce a large percentage of our products. Okay. So, um, and we're, the ones that we don't currently produce, we are working towards producing. Right. So we right. will be 100% uh, manufactured by our own in-house scientists and our in-house uh, labs. So for those people trying to be vertically integrated, this is pretty vertical. Well, it, it is, but it's not. So okay, one of the things, one of the things to keep in mind, and, and and I'll go, I'll go to the next step is, we we don't own any, you know, in in the the, the marijuana the marijuana space or medical marijuana space, you you often have to be a vertically integrated from you know seed to table type type uh, model. We don't, so our, our model is very heavily retail-based. Now, we do manufacture our own products, and that's what our Your CBD stores carry. They're exclusively, uh, they exclusively carry our SunMed product. Um, and I think that's, that's really what makes us unique, is we, we, don't, uh, we, don't, we don't own any farms, we don't own any uh, of the extractors or, or uh, manufacturers, but we have, we have partners that actually help us formulate and bring bring our product to market. Okay. So, um, but then I think on, on top of that, you've got, I mentioned the SunMed, which is our product line. Then we also have the Your CBD Store Franchising LLC, which is our franchising arm, which is our 530 locations at this point. Uh, and then, then we've also we are we are so you're expanding. You're growing faster than your website, by the way. Yes, we are. we are. Yes, we <laughs> are. That's good. Um, that's right. You don't have to change it every day. But well, and I think I think that's part of. Uh, that's amazing. That, that's, that's a big number. That's an impressive yeah. number. That's part of the the corporate structure and, and infrastructure that we've been building over the last, for me, 18 months. For Bill, a little less than a year. Uh, is we've really been trying to get uh, our, our infrastructure, internal infrastructure, our tech base, our tech stack. Uh, really organized and streamlined, so we can we can uh, expand even even further than the 540 stores we currently have in the system. Um, Long-term goal, just I mean, just to share, uh, we're looking for franchisees every day. We want to grow the U.S. market to more than 2,000 locations. So, um, for those who are interested, <laughs> well, we that's have got. Why we have on the show. Yeah. Let's, so let's talk about. Bill, turn it over to you about the franchising. Uh, what's the franchising model? Take us through in an overview, and then let's drill down into like, okay, I'm a, I'm here at MJ BizCon, and I'm thinking I want to get into this business. Why, why CB? So start with that. The sure. Overall, kind of. The the, uh, the franchise model that your CBD store has put together is is kind of a unique model. Um, most franchise models operate on the franchisor receiving some percent of retail sales, something along those lines. We're very unique in the way that we go to market. Um, we have a very low cost of entry. In fact, we've been awarded the 2020 um, low cost entry franchise from Entrepreneur Magazine. Um, and our model is based on purchases of the SunMed Flora that Jay talked about, or the SunMed products that Jay talked about. So there's a very small royalty, it's 2% of wholesale, not retail, of the product that they purchased wow, from us. Okay, that is. 
very reasonable. For someone who's been in, in uh, franchising myself, that's pretty, in the restaurant business, that's pretty good. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's amazingly good, yeah. I, I would even tell you, you know, Bill, Bill calls it unique, but I honestly haven't seen anyone else who does, does it that the way we do it. As he said, we do it on wholesale. And if you do the math, you know, you're, if, and you gross it up, it, that's really less than a 1% uh, royalty on gross, on your gross sales as a franchisee. So say, okay, so here I am at the show, I've met you, you've sold me. What's my experience? What, what, what do I go through? Your experience from this point on would be uh, a very personal consultation with our sales team, uh, who would walk you from finding a, a leased piece of property through everything that's involved in licensing, uh, depending on the state, um, insurance, you know, reviewing the lease, we help with finding the optimum uh, property for you. We have a, a very strong analytic program that we use uh, that looks at our top performing stores, the demographic profile of those consumers, so we can target down to, actually down to the street, and tell you whether or not that location is going to... Right. Don't be seduced by the lease. Correct. This is a bad idea. Correct. Or don't yeah. be scared by the lease. Yeah, right. it might be whatever. Yeah, I, I, I think, and sorry to interrupt, Bill, but I think one of the things that I've learned over the years of being in franchising is mo most of your franchisees are brand new. They've never done this before. They've never been in business. So the lease is a scary thing. And we try to help, help them navigate that process, not only through the data that we provide on demographics, but you know, we will re review their lease and we will give them guidance as to what to ask for. I think that's one thing Bill and I, over our career, over the 20, 25 years we've been doing this, I can tell you I personally have looked at probably 3,000 plus leases. Um, and I, you know, I think, I think it's fair to say both of us know the ins and right. outs of After 3,000, if you yeah. don't have it pretty yeah. nailed, yeah. You're, yeah. you're either uh, dumb or you're not paying much attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm talking to, um, Jay Benjamin uh, and Bill Vandermaker of your CBD store, which I've learned is the largest CBD chain in North America, 530 locations. Those locations, is it is it kind of like Starbucks where I'll, you're just, this is the mall, like you've, you've got the design, I don't have, yeah, yeah. or is there some yes. customization, local, like how, what's your philosophy on that? The, the, uh, the design of the store is along what we like to, to reference as a spa-like feel. Um, this is not a vape store or a right. shop or something like that. Um, we are about we are a healthy plant science company. So when you walk into the store as a customer, you're being educated from start to finish on what is CBD, what are the different uh, delivery mechanisms that are out there, from tinctures through gummies through vape. Um, and we walk you around and try and qualify you in terms of what is it you're looking for? What, what do you want the CBD to do for you? So you asked me a little bit ago about the franchising process, what would happen. One, one of the other things that is probably the largest part of our franchise bottle experience is educating the, the individual franchisee on CBD and what happens with the product, how they interact in the store with consumers right. um, 
at our desk. And Which I imagine is so critical in this industry, it where, is where absolutely people critical. come in and go, I have trouble sleeping, I've tried everything. Or, I mean, there's going to be knowledgeable people, but would most of your would most of your customers, would you say, be new to this? Is it? Like, the training yeah. aspect of it is what I'm intrigued with too. But, you well, know, I, I, get I, think, the, I get store design and I get, you know, the money and leasing. Okay, but this is unique, right? Uh, as opposed to when I go in to get a burger, I don't need someone to tell me what ketchup is or what I want on my burger. So take. Yeah, I, I think I think I think anybody in this industry, whether it's the the hemp side or or the can, you know, the the marijuana cannabis side, would tell you that. One of the biggest opportunities we have in this business is education. And part of the reason we are so bullish on the storefront model is it provides a spot for somebody to come in and allow us to educate them on, on our pro not only our products, but what cannabis, cannabis or the cannabinoid can do for you as an individual through the different mechanisms, whether it be a topical, a water-soluble, a tincture, a gummy, those are all different delivery methods in, sure. in, in the product. And what we do in our stores is educate customers on how each one of those works. We talk about a, a regimen, you know, it's not like just go take your one gummy a day. You, you have, you know, you wake up in the morning just like your multivitamin and you take your tincture. And then throughout the day, you use your water solubles to actually give you those lifts of energy and boosts and, and kind of cover the gap. And then at nighttime, you you use you use a product, whether it's a CBN to help you sleep or or things of that nature. Um, it's really about scheduling a regimen just like you would a multivitamin or or a nutritional uh, uh, plan, right? It, right. The 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 CBD and and uh, hemp-based cannabinoids play a critical role, I think, in our overall uh, vitamin and nutritional intake every day, and that's really what our stores are about is educating our customers on that. And that's why there's so much focus on our new franchisees coming in. You, you talked about training. Um, you know, the stores are not that difficult to run in terms of, you have payroll, you have the lease, as you mentioned, those types of things. But you, you have a product line that's yeah. obviously not that diverse. I'm not saying it's not diverse, but it's not Home Depot. Yeah, yeah right, going. right. So, all of what we do in training is focused solely around what is CBD, how does it interact with the body, how do you convey that to consumers coming in the door, and giving them the background, whether it's everything from the formulations to exactly what is in each of the products that they're going to be, in turn, telling customers about. So I'm intrigued with this. So I'm a customer, I come in, I've had trouble, whatever pain I have, I come in, finally I'm going to try it has been badgered by other people. And I, I meet uh, an individual at the store. They give me a regimen. I try it. What, do I just come back and make an appointment? Is it a separate person to fine tune it? It's almost like a medical relationship. I mean, on some level. I, I, I wouldn't go as far as saying a medical. A medical. It, it's, it's, you know what I mean? Like I had trouble of, sleeping you know, or like this didn't work or it worked well. Well, I, I think, you know, the way I think about it, for, coming from an athletic background, I always had a nutritionalist. While our, while our right. store owners and, and, and their employees aren't necessarily uh, certified nutritionists, right. but that, that's probably more, more along the lines of what they are, is they're there to help you figure out what works for you. Um, 
And I think the beauty of it is, is a lot of our stores are owner operated, but they only maybe have one one employee or two employees beyond that. So to your, to your lean, question, very yeah, very lean, very lean model, cost-effective yeah. model, but you are most likely going to be able to go back and talk to the same person time after time after time. Yeah. A lot of stores do take appointments, um, but most of, most of our stores just encourage customers to come in. We do have, like most franchisors, we do have a model, we do have a, a system that we ask our franchisees to follow, and we found if you follow that system and you take them through the different stages of, of the product, um, you're gonna have a successful business. And there is a rhyme and the reason to the way we lay out our stores gotcha. as well. So we have uh, our, our product. So you've actually put the thought into we've, this. We've, we've put a lot of thought into it. Our stores are laid out a in a certain way. Yeah, they're taking it, taking it, they're put out, they're done in a certain way to, to bring a customer through a journey. It's really what it is, it's a journey. So, um, and our stores are, are designed to help facilitate that journey for our store owners, our customers, and their employees. Well, I am talking to Jay Benj and Bill Vandenaker of your CBD store. Uh, like I said, the largest uh, CBD uh, chain in North America. We're here at MJ BizCon. Hopefully you can hear it a bit in the background. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much. It was very uh, interesting. And uh, uh, anyone want to check them out, uh, go to www.getsunmed, S-N-U-M-E-D, getsunmed.com and get some information and talk to talk to Bill and Jay. Excellent. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Thank hey, thanks, you. David. Business of Cannabis is brought to you by Cash Tech Currency Products, North America's leading cash management provider for cannabis retailers. Cash recyclers, smart safes, software and services, Cash Tech has everything the cannabis retailer needs to track, manage, and secure the cash earned in the dispensary. Don't take chances with your cash. Call Cash Tech and solve the problem. Visit www.cashtechcurrency.com to learn more. So welcome back to the business of cannabis. Uh, here with uh, Dave Sky and Matt Cook, and we've just listened to uh, three interviews uh, we did at MJ BizCon uh, from the exhibition floor at the Las Vegas uh, Convention Center. Um, it's the James E. at Leaf Trade, Matt uh, Holden and Sylvan uh, Garish from LeafLink. And then we listened to, to uh, Jay Benj and uh, Bill Vandenacre from your CBD store. Let's start with Leaf Trade and LeafLink, Matt. Similar products, similar names. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and uh, well, a platform uh, to linking uh, dispensaries with, with uh, selling, sellers, uh, producers. What are your thoughts? Well, I, I like the fact that they've got a, you know, kind of soup to nuts platform. Um, with a CRM where they can track things, um, you know, use it to market to people. Um, you know, I think they've, they've got a great platform. Um, you know, yeah, they both do. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think dispensaries just have to make the decision of, you know, we need to, um, we need to implement a platform like this for our business to operate efficiently. Um, and it, you know, I, I like their platform. I think it, it's very cool. It's intuitive. Um, you know, whether it's that platform or another platform, it doesn't really matter. I think you just need to implement one um, in order to 
um, be in touch with your customers and potential customers more often? Yeah, you know, I was thinking it's, you can always do without one of these platforms, these systems. Yep. And you keep making that decision and pretty soon you're just doing it manually, all 25 yeah. things. But it is a, you know, if you just have, if you're a smaller operator, obviously it's a big decision. Um, the economies of scale, I guess, play themselves out. But those economies of scale add up even with a small operation, the more you're able to adapt yourself to automation and software. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think, you know, I mentioned in the uh, interview, I've used Salesforce.com, HubSpot, Sage, uh, pretty much every CRM under the, under the sun. Um, the reality is you can use a spreadsheet as long as you use it, right? Right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and I think that's the biggest mistake that people make is that they look to implement something like this and they don't um, actually plan it out, think it out and implement it properly and use it properly. Um, and that's where most companies run into run into problems. Right. Either it's a waste of money or waste of time. Or both. Or both. And, and mostly both. Yeah. And, and that's a yeah. good segue. That's a good segue into, you know, your CBD store. Because they're fairly long, far along in their process, 530 locations. You know, okay, it's not massive, but it's certainly by far the largest in the United States. What are your thoughts on on franchise plan the player uh, like them? Well, what what was interesting? I mean, Dave did a lot of the interviews uh, at MJ BizCon because I was walking the floor and uh, you know talking to folks, and you know it's. It was pretty divided. It was pretty much a 50-50 split between uh, people who wanted to go it alone and people that wanted to be part of a franchise. Um, I think there are some definite advantages of, of both. Um, you know, with a franchise, they've already made the mistakes. Uh, they've kind of figured it out. Uh, they know what the recipe is for success. Um, <clears throat> obviously, with uh, on the other side of that, when you go it on your own, and if you figure it out, you can, you know, probably make a lot more money. So it really just depends on, you know, what your aspirations are and what your goals are. Um, but there's some really good, um, you know, kind of turnkey franchises that are operating right now, that I think, um, if you're looking to get into the space, it might actually be a better route to go. Rather, That's than interesting. Yeah, like it's a recipe for a type of success. And I guess we've both been in franchising and that's the mistake people make. They don't look at, at what is going to be the experience with this particular franchisor. Right. right. Um, before you start looking even into the equipment and the cost and all that, and then who you are as a person and what you're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. um, but for someone who don't, who don't want to invest a tremendous amount of money and want to minimize the risk, I was impressed by them yeah, and by their, how well thought out they had. They really have thought it out. So if you wanted to open up a burger joint, you know, there's a place called McDonald's, they have one. And <laughs> you know what, why you, or, you know, whatever, Tim Horton, you know, whatever you use. Um, if you're in Canada, Tim Hortons, uh, you know, um, at the same time, you are then part of 530 offerings that are relevant, right. you know. Um, right. And I think there's also some um, security in that. Uh, for sure there are. Yeah, uh, a yeah. customer, you know, we're one of 530 uh, franchises. So uh, as opposed to, you know, this is our yeah. only store. Um, me. <laughs> and, Come to me. 
<laughs> so, um, you know, it's not for everyone though, hundred percent. Um, and I think the more, um, the more, you know, about opportunities like this, the, the better decision you can make for, for, uh, yourself. Well, next week, more interviews from our time at MJ BizCon, uh, from Matt Cook and Dave Sky. This is the business of cannabis. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network. Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.